Hello, friends, and welcome to the show. So what would you call the lucrative merger between corporation and state in order to circumvent protections of the U.S. constitutions to spy on your fellow Americans who happen to be political opponents? Well, I'd call that fascism, friends, and Joe Biden seems to be adopting it. But before we get started, how about you smash that like button, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and leave a comment down below. It helps with the algorithm. The Biden administration is considering using outside firms to track extremist chatter by Americans online, an effort that would expand the government's ability to gather intelligence. The Department of Homeland Security is limited in how it can monitor citizens online without justification and is banned from activities like assuming false identities to gain access to private messaging apps used by extremist groups such as Proud Boys or Oath Keepers, BLM, or Antifa. I added BLM and Antifa because it would appear that CNN forgot to include them in the article. Instead, federal authorities can only browse through unprotected information on social media sites like Twitter and Facebook and other open online platforms. The plan being discussed inside DHS, according to multiple sources, would in effect allow the department to circumvent those limits. A source familiar with the effort said it is not about decrypting data, but rather using outside entities who can legally access these groups to gather large amounts of information that could help DHS identify key narratives as they emerge. So, the federal government is not allowed to do X, Y, or Z, but a private corporation can because they don't have to follow the U.S. Constitution. This is why if I were to run for office, I would require any institutions that's working or contracting for the government, they must follow the U.S. Constitution. Therefore, a private security agency that is being contracted out by the, US, uh, by the United States government, if they're receiving funds from the United States government, they are not allowed to violate their fellow Americans' constitutional rights. And why is this? Because they're acting as a de facto arm of the government at that point. They are using these, they as in the government, are, is using these private organizations to circumvent constitutional protections of American citizens in order to attack political opposition. Fascism. It would, however, involve empowering a unit at the DHS or at DHS that is already under fierce scrutiny for its bungled handling of the Portland riots last summer. That leaves the Biden administration with a key question, how to address mistakes made during the Trump administration while also finding ways to respond to what critics say were blatant failures by U.S. intelligence agencies to act on warnings ahead of the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. Well, the FBI knew about the attacks on at the Capitol in November, and they didn't do anything about it. Supposedly, they told the Capitol Police that they needed more security, and they turned it down. Supposedly, they told Mayor Bowser in Washington, D.C. that perhaps she should request the National Guard, but she turned it down. So it seems to be the Democrats wanted to really start a fire, and now they're wanting to put that fire out. But by putting out that fire, they just actually intend to pour more kerosene on it. It's bananas. It's kind of like the nightcrawler. If you want to get a news story, sometimes you have to create the news, right? There's a tension between wanting to empower DHS's intelligence office to do this kind of work around domestic terrorism on the one hand, and then on the other hand, the misuse of its capabilities during the summer of 2020 gives a lot of people on the Hill pause. 
DHS officials are exploring ways to enhance the department's information gathering within the bounds of its current authorities. Multiple sources told CNN the department is coordinating with the National Security Council and FBI as part of the effort, sources added. There was only limited awareness before January 6 of what violent extremists were planning through social media, said Tom Wark, a senior fellow at the... No, this is not true. It's not true at all. The FBI came out and said they knew for months what was going to happen. Donald Trump came out and said, hey, I requested more National Guard troops because you guys weren't planning on having any there. So somebody knew something, and then people failed to act on what was known. That would be a more accurate depiction of what occurred on January 6th. It's, it's getting bananas. Whatever gets approved and implemented has to comply with established laws, he said, noting that DHS can only use overt methods to gather information from social media or collect information that is publicly available. Researchers who already monitor such activities online could act as middlemen to obtain the information so they can circumvent the protections afforded to the United States citizen by the U.S. Constitution because those private corporations don't have to abide by the U.S. Constitution. DHS officials maintain the materials provided would only consist of broad summaries or analysis of narratives that are emerging on these sites and would not be used to target specific individuals. Well, they already talked about targeting specific individual organizations, and you already had Obama weaponize the IRS to attack political opposition, so I don't buy it. But some of the research firms and nonprofit groups under consideration by the DHS periodically use covert identities to access private social media groups, exactly what the government is not allowed to do, like Telegram and others used by domestic extremist groups. That thrusts DHS into a potential legal gray area, even as it plugs an intelligence gap that critics say contributed to the failure to predict the assault on the Capitol. What about the assault on Portland or Washington, D.C. or Chicago? It's getting bananas, guys. Much of the planning for the Capitol Hill riot appeared out in the open on social media platforms and on encrypted, encrypted apps available to anyone with an internet connection. The DHS is trying to get a better sense of narratives that might lead to violence as they emerge across those channels, according to two, two DHS officials. But tracking those narratives, particularly in the wake of January 6th, increasingly requires access to private groups on encrypted apps as extremist groups migrate from more forward-facing sites like Facebook. Well, this is exactly my argument against tech censorship. You're afraid of extremist organizations hiding in the shadows. And I've said this for months. You block these people from having conversations out in the open. They're going to have it in private where there's nobody there to basically shine a light on their bad ideas. To where they're going to become, the ideas are going to fester. They're going to basically turn rancid over time. And it's when you find out what they have planned or what they're going to do, it's going to be too late. That's why social media shouldn't be banning anybody at all. Again, it is my opinion. If you receive breaks, tax breaks, uh, financial incentives from the United States government, you should have to, you should be obligated to abide by the U.S. Constitution at that point. No spying on your consumers, no uh, violating their rights of free speech, their Ninth Amendment rights. All of these little things, all of these little protections for the customer, because nobody forces Facebook to take a tax break. Nobody forces Amazon to take the government's money so they can host the CIA's cloud information. Nobody forces these companies to do anything. 
the government chooses to enter that contract. And so they should have to deal with the consequences of getting into that contract. Domestic violent extremists are really adaptive and innovative. We see them not only moving to encrypted platforms, but obviously couching their language so they don't trigger any kind of red flag on any platforms. Outsourcing some information gathering to outside firms would give DHS the benefit of tactics, tactics that it isn't legally able to do in-house. So they admit that what they want to do is illegal such as using false personas to gain access to private groups used by suspected extremists. The department is also working to expand its ability to collect information from public-facing social media sites where users' posts offered clear warning signs about potential violence ahead of the January 6th attack, but were either ignored or underestimated by security officials prior to that date. So this doesn't seem to be a information problem. This seems to be a intelligence problem. This seems to be a leadership issue within the bureaucracy of law enforcement in the United States. I always say this. Do you blame the gun used in a crime or do you blame the shooter that pulled the trigger? I would say you blame the criminal, right? You blame the shooter. You don't blame the gun. The gun is just a tool. You don't have to use a gun. He could have used a knife. He could have used an explosive device. He could have used a vehicle. So that's why you don't blame the gun. You blame the criminal. And if these intelligence officials or security officials had the information prior to January 6th and didn't take the information seriously, they didn't do a good job on their risk assessment. Well, are you going to blame the insurrectionists? Well, yes, they have a share of the blame. But are you going to blame those who underestimated the insurrectionists? Are you going to... I, it's it's like a dog owner. It's like blaming the dog when you should be blaming the owner at this point, guys. But any effort by the intelligence community to wade into the murky area of domestic spying is fraught with political risks, current and former officials say. Gathering information on U.S. citizens, no matter how abhorrent their beliefs, raises constant constitutional and legal challenges. Civil liberties advocates and privacy hawks have long criticized any efforts to collect even publicly available information on Americans in bulk as a violation of Americans' First and Fourth Amendment rights. It's essentially their privatizing the Patriot Act at this point. It's bananas. Illegal workaround. If they could find willing external partners that would help provide access to private groups on these encrypted apps, DHS and its federal partners, including the FBI, would be able to legally identify potential domestic terrorists. And, well, it sounds like you're targeting a specific person. I thought you wanted a narrative. See, this is the problem with fascism. If they're no longer... Even CNN is admitting they're no longer just targeting a group. Now they're potential domestic terrorists. That sounds like an individual. They didn't say domestic terrorist organization. They said domestic terrorist as in an individual. And access information that could inform investigative efforts, a source familiar with the effort told CNN. FBI Director Christopher Wray has been emphatic during recent public testimony that the Bureau does not investigate ideologies or even conspiracy theories in and of themselves, but restricts its social media monitoring to cases where they believe a crime or potential crime was committed. But if the DHS could help provide a broad picture of who was perpetuating the narratives of a concern, again, who? That sounds like a person. A picture of what organization was perpetuating the narratives? No, a picture of who. So as in Enrique Tarrio, the president of the Proud Boys, what if Enrique Tarrio was perpetuating, 
perpetuating a narrative of concern. Well, that would be an individual and not an organization. Therein lies the problem. The FBI could theoretically use that pool of information to focus on specific individuals if there is enough evidence of potential. Jesus Christ. <laughs> theoretically use that pool of information to focus on specific individuals if there is enough evidence of a potential crime to legally do so. The source added, noting the two agencies are working closely with one another in this area. They just said the quiet part out loud. They can potentially, they can target specific individuals. They're coming after you. You think that Biden is a senile old man, that they're using deep fake technology? Well, guess what? They'll eventually come after you. It's only a matter of time. What do you do about ideology that is leading to violence. Do you have to wait until it leads to violence, said one former senior intelligence official. Well, in the United States, yes, you do. We are exploring with our lawyers, civil rights and civil liberties and private colleagues, how we can make use of outside expertise. The problem with that, the source familiar with the effort acknowledged is DHS would be opening in a space that would likely make civil liberties advocates, not to mention conservatives, hair stand on end. Privacy advocates on the Hill have already questioned the Defense Intelligence Agency's ex uh, efforts to get around restrictions on collecting Americans' location data without a warrant by purchasing that data from commercially available databases. This is fascism. This is happening under Joe Biden. Even as the, as the DHS eyes a more robust use of its intelligence authorities, it continues to face fiercer scrutiny on Capitol Hill over its handling of the Portland protests last summer, raising the possibility that at least some lawmakers will push back on the effort. The department, then led by Trump appointees, but staffed by career officials, some of whom remain on the job, collected and disseminated open source reports on U.S. journalists who are publicly reporting on the protests. The department also sent analysts to Portland to question protesters, according to a public statement by House Intelligence Committee chairman adam schiff a tactic seen by some as a government intrusion on americans first amendment right to protest schiff also revealed that the dhs that protects federal property had requested that analysts extract data from phones seized from protesters without a warrant a request that went unfulfilled there were a number of other reports that were issued that shouldn't have been issued DHS's general counsel conducted his own administrative review of the Portland collection practices, which it delivered to the Hill on January 6th, purely coincidentally. In... All right. All right. They keep talking about Portland. A DHS spokesperson said that upon learning of the alleged improper activities at the Office of Intelligent Anal and Analysis, DHS took immediate action to review INA activities, including to identify areas that needed resolution and ensure INA leadership fosters a work environment that encourages diversity of thought and reinforces INA's duty to preserve the civil rights, civil liberties, and privacy of all persons and communities. The House Intelligence Committee, which is conducting an ongoing investigation of its own, has also expressed frustration that the department has failed to provide documents it has requested as part of the probe. Despite a subpoena from the committee, the department has yet to turn over most of the responsive documents, a committee official told CNN. We look forward to the department's cooperation with our investigation so we can complete our work and make recommendations for necessary reforms. The office is also subject to a pair of unrelated inspector general probes, one related to possible failures leading up to January 6th, and one related to alleged political interference with an intelligence notification. 
INA has long struggled to carve out a niche for itself within the intelligence community. When it comes to domestic terrorism, many of their authorities overlap with the National Counterterrorism Center, raising questions about what INA can do better than the more robust NCTC. It's perceived by some as just a resource suck that doesn't add tremendous value, said one former senior intelligence official. So notice how the narrative shifted even throughout the article. This won't be, this will be used to gather a narrative, to collect a narrative. That's all we want. We just want to know what's going on. We don't need to know anything about a specific individual. And then just a few paragraphs down. Well, you know, if we gather enough information, then the federal government can start attacking individual Americans. This is fascism. The United States government wishes to employ private organizations that are not constrained by the United States Constitution to spy on their political opposition because they're not spying on Antifa and BLM. They're spying on those who say, stop taxing me. Stop forcing me to not go to work. Allow me to make my life better. That's the American dream. So, like I said on my video about Jordan Peterson and the Red Skull, they, the Overton window has shifted so far to the left to where even a classical liberal is now considered a Nazi. What has the world come to? And for all you squishy conservatives who voted in Joe Biden, you voted in fascism. I hope you feel good about yourself at this point because he's attacking your religion. He's attacking your place of work. He's attacking you as a person. It's only a matter of time before you hear these Democrats say that the religious right is a national terrorist organization or a domestic terror threat. I've done a video on this months ago where the House Free Thought Caucus said the religious right is synonymous with domestic terrorism is a uh, synonymous with white nationalism. They provide constant cover for white supremacist ideology. It's only a matter of time before you find yourself in the crosshairs of one of these investigations. I like to use this person as an, ex as an example. On his Facebook profile, his work is soldier of God. It's only a matter of time before he finds himself in a three by five jail cell because guess what? A soldier of God is not a soldier of the president of the fascistic leader of the United States. And if you are more willing or more wanting to serve God than you are president, then you have no business being a soldier in the military. It's only a matter of time before this happens. And it's only a matter of time before everybody finds themselves in the crosshairs of this fascistic operation. If this doesn't concern you, please leave a comment down below and let me know why it doesn't concern you. Don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a comment down below. It helps with the algorithm. I'll see you all next time. Have a good one.